Hello, this is Reverend Abigail, and this podcast is created from an eight-week series that we did on This Thing Called You, which is a book written by Ernest Holmes, who is the founder of Centers for Spiritual Living. If you want to find out more about our center, you can reach us at spiritualliving.org. Enjoy the class. I'm going to go ahead and go over weeks one and two. So if you didn't get to catch the last two weeks, the first week we talked about seeking the joy of living. And Ernest Holmes talks about how to do this. And there's a really easy three-step process. The first step, if you want to have joy in your life, is to write out what you want. The second step is to uncover or discover thoughts, beliefs, and ways of being that are limiting you. And the third step is to simply have faith. And then last week, we looked at the idea that it's done unto you as you believe. So it's great to say, have faith, but how do you acquire or build your faith? And so it's really looking at building your faith. And the best way to do that is to first arrive at peace of mind, and then to second, recognize and share your demonstration. So any answered prayer you've had, it's really important that we speak about and we share about miracles or unexpected delights or ways that the universe is is supporting us. Because as we share that with each other, we build our faith muscle. It's just like working out. So you're building your faith muscle. And this week, we're talking about your good is at hand. So when I was reading the book, I really, I really like this quote from Ernest Holmes. He said, to realize that God is ever present, ever available, is to know that all the wisdom, intelligence, and power of the universe is right where you are. Your word is power when you know this. You can go ahead and stop sharing, Joey, thank you. But what I love is that Ernest Holmes talks about, this week we're talking about this law of faith, and we've been looking at this law of faith. And the law of faith has the power to bring into your life everything you need. So basically, you actually don't have to go through any practices or have some magic secret to to unify with this power. You're already one with it. It's like, you know, oftentimes we don't realize that, but we're like a, a fish swimming in the ocean and we're like looking for the ocean. Well, it's we're already in it. It's already part of us. And so you don't need to go searching for God or source or your good because it's already where you're at right now. And the cool thing is that because you're always in contact with it, you can bring the good into your life that you so greatly desire. And that the infinite spirit will already honor your wishes. It will honor your good, but you also have to be available for it. Ernest Holmes says the greatest adventure of your life lies in your conscious use of this power. And he also talked about electricity. So electricity exists everywhere, but its energy must be directed. So just really think about that. We have electricity, right? It's I have electricity all over my house. I got like six lights on in order for this for this room to look good um, in my room. But I don't have to, like the, the energy is going to be existing whether or not I use it. 
It's electricity is there existing whether or not I use it. And so it's the same thing with the power of the universe. You don't have to pray for the power to exist. You don't have to, to uh, you know, find it. It's already here. And so it's really about not you. It's not about God finding you or you finding out. It's about you realizing what already is, what already exists. That's really the big thing. And Ernest Holmes talks about, in this chapter, he talks about affirmations. Now, affirmations, it's, it's back to the basics of metaphysics. Now, when, when Ernest Holmes was talking about affirmations, this was mind-blowing stuff. I mean, literally, people had no idea that they could speak something into existence. And if, and if you haven't tried speaking something to, in, into existence, it's so powerful. And I, I know that a lot of, um, I've, I've counseled a lot of people who, have, who are new to metaphysics and new to Centers for Spiritual Living. And, and I've had people tell me, you know what, this is BS. Like, this is a lot of self-help mumble jumbo. But it really isn't if you haven't tried it. <laughs> so that's, the, that's kind of the secret sauce is, is what we teach here is really about you stepping into your own power, tapping into what already is, and utilizing it for your benefit. Now, it may be something that, like you learned a long time ago, you used to do affirmations all the time, and then, like, you got really good at it, and then you forgot. So I'm here also to remind you to use this power that's available to you. Use this power of, of, of claiming things over and over. You know, Ernest Holmes said, certain statements repeated over and over help you to believe. Gradually, these statements sink into the consciousness, changing your mental reactions from negative to positive. Now, this is just what marketers do. They just, they just keep sure, oh, Pepsi, 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 over and over and over again. And then you're walking by Pepsi and you're like, oh, I want a Pepsi. You know, it's just, it's the same thing that marketers do, but we need to do it for ourselves. We need to step into that idea of repeating things or having things in our consciousness, in our awareness, so we can continue to have them seep in and allow that ourselves be open to them. So the first step. What that Ernest Holmes recommends is that if you want to change your beliefs, you need to change your beliefs through repetition. And Mark Nepo says repetition is not a failure. Ask the waves, ask the leaves, ask the wind. And I love that. So what I'm going to have you do is I have a couple of affirmations. These two chapters, chapters five and six, are filled with really meaty, wonderful affirmations. And I want you to repeat, the, repeat these affirmations after me. Please keep yourself on mute because it's a little crazy in the Zoom world if people are unmuted and <laughs> repeating after me because all the timing is different. But I want you to repeat a couple of these affirmations that he has in the book after me just to let it sink in. And, and when you say it, I want you to, to not just think it, I want you to imagine it as if it's done in your heart. This is really the secret sauce. It's not just the thinking, but having that combination of the feeling tone, that vibration in your body, in your heart, along with the words that you're speaking. 
Okay, so I'm going to say it and then you repeat it after me. Of course, you will be on mute. Okay. That which belongs to me is already mine. That which belongs to me is already mine. That which I'm seeking is seeking me. That which I'm seeking is seeking me. I identify myself with abundance, health, and happiness. I identify myself with abundance, health, and happiness. I am filled with peace and confidence. I am filled with peace and confidence. So that's really simple for you to do, is to remind yourself that stepping into and filling your consciousness with the awareness of, of affirmations allows yourself to be open to what already is, because all of these things are, are already just stating the truth. They're just stating what already is. But there's a part often that I might have in myself, like maybe I'm not feeling very peaceful right now. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm looking at the news or looking out in the world and the things that I'm, I'm experiencing in my body is not very peaceful. So I need to shift my awareness to peace and confidence and then move forward out into the world from that center. Okay, and the next slide, please. So the next step is for you to accept your good. If you listen to peace, you will experience it. If you listen for truth, you will hear it. If you listen to power, you will receive it. And if you listen to wholeness, you will discover it. That's by Ernest Holmes. And he also said, a bucket that is turned upside down under a cloudburst will not be filled. Manna may fall from heaven, and yet one remains famished unless he eat. So you could go ahead and take that down. Thank you, Joey. And that's, that's really to, to exemplify the idea that our good is here and available for us all the time. All the time. And so it's our job to fully accept and allow ourselves to, to realize it because it's already here. So it's like, you know, it's like that bucket turned upside down. So it's raining abundance on us and then our bucket is turned upside down or it's raining manna from heaven and yet we're not eating. And it's a conscious choice. We don't have to accept our good, but I don't know about you, but I'm really into having more good in my life. Like I'm, I, I love that idea. I'm into it. <laughs> like, bring it on, God. Bring it on, universe. You know, both for myself, more good for myself, more good for my community, more good for my country, more good for my planet. And, and it's like, you know, it's, it's here. How do I open myself to really receive it? So I, I'm reading this book. I think I've used this before in the, the evening services. I really like this book, this book of awakening. It was a book of the month. I think we had last, last year. And it's so great. It's actually like a, you know, a daily reader kind of thing, but each day it has a little story in it. And so I flip through it to find appropriate stories that I really like for my talks. But he talks about in the book, he says, Mark Nepo, by the way, is the author said, I wasted so many hours, not just, in trying to get published, but hunting for the right publisher that would make me feel worthy in the eyes of another. 
None of that effort, even when successful, brought me any closer to the pulse of life than writing uncovered for me in the first place. And I, I think about that. So many people trying to get successful, trying to get this thing, trying to go out there to, to have this experience. It's like seeking that thing that even in getting it, they don't have it. it because it's already within us. And so really it's finding that within us first. And that's where the seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all else shall be given unto you. That's, that's what it's about is really finding it in your heart first. Like I love, I love my job. I love doing this. I love doing these evening services. I love doing the morning services. I love teaching. And, and, you know, someday, you know, maybe I'll be world famous, but honestly, what I love is putting all this information together and conveying it to you and having you be inspired and, and filled with ahas. And it could be one person that I'm talking to. It could be 50 people. It could be 500 people. To me, just in putting it together and then having the exchange with you is, is the joy of my life. Like it is the richness of my life. And I adore having this experience. And it's like the money and the all the money in the world can't give me that kind of joy. It's really just the experience of being in the creative essence of life. And that's what I really love and appreciate. And that's what Mark Lipo was saying. He's like, you know, I, I tried to get all these great publishers and everything, but really when I was writing, when I was writing, that's where the joy was for him. So really it's, 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 it's really accepting your good and finding your good that's, that's already inside of you. So I want you to do a quick, we're gonna do a quick little kind of inward meditation. So I'd love for you to just close your eyes for a minute. And this is from the book from Mark Nepo, by the way. And he says, imagine that what wakes in you has lived forever. And it wakes, within a soft and resilient casing of tissue that will take you wherever you want. Imagine that once awake, you walk in a world where, where small creatures fly about our heads and sing, where colorful, juicy things grow on trees that you can eat, and you can eat what grows from the dirt. Imagine that once awake, you live in a time when there are others you can talk to about this miracle of being alive. Others you can laugh with and cry with. Others you can love. Imagine you can open your eyes and dance in a world where water can fall from the sky. That you can open your throat and a song can come from it. And you can find the sun and let it warm the flower of your being. And now open your eyes and receive that it is all true right here. It is all now. And so I love, I love that because it, it's like, sometimes I forget. <laughs> sometimes I get caught up in the messiness of the world and I forget how beautiful the world is right now. You're in an organ through which spirit expresses, where it performs its act of creation through you, as you. So the last thing I wanted to say is go ahead and put the uh, PowerPoint up, Joey. 
It's about using this power for good. So step three is to use this power for good. The world is torn by conflicts, by folly, by hatred. Our task is to cleanse, to illuminate, to repair. Every deed is either, either a clash or an aid in the effort of redemption. God is hiding in the world, and our task is to let the divine emerge from our deed. And that's by Abraham Joshua Heschel from a book called Between God and Man, An Interpretation of Judaism. So in summary, step one is change your beliefs through repetition. Step two is accept your good. And step three is to use this power for good. 